Hello and welcome to Someday. My name is Charles and this is Samir. Yes. Charles, I want to talk about something. It's an important message. May I go ahead? Sure, no one quits anyway. <laughs> Anyways, do you know about Spotify Wrapped? No, what is it? So, Spotify Wrapped, by the way, Charles, you would think he's, he's, he's faking it right now. He actually doesn't know because he doesn't use social media. But anyways, Spotify Wrapped is this thing where Spotify shows you your stats on their app uh, for the whole year. If you use it to listen to music, it shows you your most listened to artists, songs, albums, etc. If you release music, it tells you your total number of streams, country streams, etc. That's great. It's all good. My problem is, right, everybody and their dog's mother feels the need to look at this, take a screenshot and post it on their Instagram story. Now, for those of you who are on Instagram, it's for you. No one cares about your Spotify wrapped. Isn't that right, Charles? That's right. I mean, I could also say nobody cares about you complaining about their Spotify anyway, wrapped. It's correct. We don't care that you like Drake more than you like Travis Scott. No one cares. No, but no, nobody cares that you don't care exactly. about them not liking Exactly, it. Charles, because you're backing me up here. We don't care that you listen to Adele's new Boarfest more than you listen to Ed Sheeran's nonsense we actually know i disagree i disagree with that and i actually do care about that no one's reading that story you're posting we genuinely don't care and don't get me wrong right charles because if you're an artist i mean i personally don't mind seeing those numbers especially if you're an up-and-coming artist like you know where we support bck and ren on this show and it was great seeing how well they've done this year but all right so man we've got something to do today uh so uh, can you wrap this one up Rat Spotify wrap this one up. But Stacy from Essex, no one cares that your most listened to artist was RD this year. We already know you're basic. You don't have to show us. Are you done discriminating against people? Yes, yes, I'm done. All right. Can we get on to this? Great. On today's show. We've got a YouTuber, a fighter, and a businessman. Have we got Jake Paul? We already, we already got the better of the, the Paul brothers, so we don't need Jake Paul. Oh. So, is this not Jake Paul? It's not Jake Paul. <laughs> it's the star of React, MMA fighter, and also an MMA entrepreneur, Labib Yeser. Yes. All jokes aside. I'm genuinely really, really excited for this one. Labibi is someone that I used to watch on React back in the day, right? So I was so happy to hear he was coming up on this show. Uh, he's such a great guy, really, really chilled conversation with him coming up. Uh, we're talking about UFC, WWE, video games. So you know that it's already, you know? We talk about his life on React and his new business adventure, which actually is going very, very well. Let's get right into it now. What's up, guys? It's Labib Yasser, and you're listening to Someday. You know our guest today from the popular Fine Brother series, React, but he's also an MMA fighter and a business owner as well. So you don't really want to pick a fight with this guy because not only would he find a way to make money from it, but he'll react to it after. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Labib Yasser. What's up, guys? Hey. Thank you for having me on the show. Very, very excited to be on. Thanks for coming on, man. 
Um, and also Ramadan Mubarak to you. How you Ramadan find Mubarak? How, how you find Ramadan this year? Uh, I mean, just a couple first days. Definitely, uh, you know, it's got to get used to in the beginning. Um, I'm a big, like, you know, coffee, caffeine, like Red Bull type of guy. So that's usually the biggest adjustment for me. You know, can't have my morning yeah. coffee, so I have to get used to it. Have you got any, like, um, favorite foods you have on Um, Honestly, yeah. Like, I mean, I love, you know, I think on the first day of, um, you know, for iftar, my mom made, like, pulau and, like, kofta and stuff like that. I like going out with friends, getting, like, you know, good like kebab or maybe some chai after or something like that you know yeah it's good i, I enjoy the foods definitely during the season nice I, I, uh, as an athlete how 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 how's that like work so like honestly i would say like most fighters are pigs like we eat like we eat and then once it's like you know um you're in camp then you like really lock down the diet and then you have, when you have to cut weight then you really get strict like even Floyd Mayweather, he was like notorious for um, post-workout Taco Bell and like just Cokes. And then like, everyone's like, how can you do that? But it's like the amount of exertion you put your body through, it, it kind of just balances out. Yeah. How did you um, get into MMA actually? Um, so I got into it when I was around 10 or 11 years old. Um, at that time, I was a quite like, you know, a hefty kid. And my parents were looking to put me into some type of, you know, sports program or just something to get more disciplined because I was a little, you know, a little rude, a little wild kid. Um, and I wanted to play American football, actually. But my parents weren't a big fan of it because they're like, you know, it's dangerous and whatnot. Um, funny how things worked out. And then um, they said, you know, do karate, like start here uh, where one of my dad's co-workers went. So I went there for a couple months um, and then, you know, started doing the traditional karate stuff. But then a part of it, there was like, you know, jujitsu and boxing and kickboxing within the program. So I really enjoyed the actual like sparring and like fighting aspect of it. Yeah. So like long story short, did that end up doing Muay Thai at 16 and fighting MMA at 18 and then just doing, yeah, made the full transition. Yeah. Well, I, I, I know a lot of people. Uh-huh. I was looking at Jason, you actually lost a lot of weight. I remember you showed you a while back of how you used to do You lost yeah. a lot of weight, man. That's gonna be, that was yeah, fun. I used to be a big boy. I used to walk around a nice 260 270 at one point yeah wow um i know i know a lot of people like um who who want to get into like stuff like mma or mm-hmm. or just fighting in general right but yeah. they they don't ever know where to start they're like maybe i should do push-ups until like i can mm-hmm. get muscular and then i yeah go to the gym and then i'll start doing mma yeah what, what's the kind of path that you would say to like the viewers watching who would want to get into mma like a complete yeah you know. definitely usually i hear a lot of people you know talk about okay i want to get to a certain like physical fitness level before starting and stuff um honestly in my opinion i think maybe the first thing you would just do is like make sure you're like bodily fit like as in like you know if you have any underlying issues like i would go to the doctor and make sure like okay you know if you have a heart issue and stuff like that but i think that's for any sport but for like mma or boxing and stuff like that it's actually not as much like strength or stuff involved that you need to have a lot of it um the strength or like power or the pop in your shots is built through technique so if anything i would just like sign up for any gym like you i've seen kids like super skinny from day one and then slowly develop all their power because you know it's not like you know bodybuilding where you're like you're bench pressing a punch it's like it comes from your hips your feet and all that stuff so it usually ends up you know working out once you get the technique down really well who is it that you feel got you into me as like a I think that pro fighters, I mean, you look up to. 
when I was a kid, when I was little, right, um, there was this guy named Chuck Liddell. I'm not sure if you guys are oh, familiar with him. Yeah, he's a dude with the mohawk and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so I remember like putting on the UFC when I was a kid. It was like UFC 50 something or UFC 40 something. And he was fighting Tito Ortiz, a guy like the Huntington Beach bad boy. He had like the dyed hair and like, um, what do you call, like flames on his shorts. And at that time, I was a big like WWE fan. So I was like, oh, what is this UFC nonsense? Like WWE all day, this is boring, blah, blah, blah. But it was on the TV and I watched it. And then I started seeing them like actually like fight, fight. It wasn't just boxing. I thought they were just going to punch. Then I see the guy get kicked in the head. They're wrestling. I was like, oh my God, what is this? And then from then on, I just like kind of kept like getting into it. So Chuck Liddell was for sure like the guy who like inspired me like to get into fighting. Like I wanted like all my... um. I am uh, nicknames as a kid, even on like Xbox was like Iceman Labib and stuff like that. Like just super corny and funny based off that. Do you still watch WWE? <laughs> to be honest, like I don't actively follow follow it. Like I used to like crazy, man. Like yeah. I was obsessed. I, every WrestleMania pay-per-view, I, I had like the Undertaker documentaries at home, <laughs> at home and stuff. Um, I have a friend named like his Instagram name is The Wrestling Classic. And he's super into wrestling. So, like, I get a little info in there. He's, yeah. like, an encyclopedia. But, yeah, wrestling was, like, my favorite thing as a kid. I'm still obsessed with it. So, man, I know you're yeah. a big fan you of are? WWE. I'm <laughs> I used to play, like, SmackDown versus Raw on my PSP, yeah. like, No yeah. Tomorrow. That yeah. was the best thing ever. Here comes the pain as well. Did you play that one? Oh, yeah. dude. Good times. <laughs> good times. Good games. Yeah. I used to, and it's always good because, for me, those games always came out like just for my birthday. Oh, perfect. Perfect timing. Oh, I, yeah. I remember playing those games during like winter break or something. And it would be three to four weeks nonstop every day on career <laughs> mode or story mode, just going through the 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 whole championship reign. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I'll be honest, those games are not so good like lately. Anymore? Kind of trash at the minute. Um, yeah, yeah. You know what? I know like um, the latest one, I think was 2k2020 2K20 mm-hmm. um and the sales were so bad that yeah didn't put out the 21 version oh my god in a break off oh. um, yeah it was that bad do you think it just got repetitive or they were just doing like weird things in terms of like gameplay and stuff like that it was it was really repetitive it was pretty much mm-hmm. pretty much it was the same game but with like a, a slightly different roster every time yeah yeah and also yeah. i think i haven't actually played the 21 apparently mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of glitches in the game oh no like half yeah, of us yeah. hearing under the ring now oh, there's some some random stuff yeah not good i feel the same way about the ufc games honestly yeah. like any ufc game that i've played so far like they keep saying like oh it's gonna be better and better and better but like it's so hard to make like a realistic fighting game like yeah. versus it not feeling like an arcade game yeah um yeah like tekken and stuff obviously that's dope mortal Kombat. like i could yeah. play that all day but what, do you think what do you think they're missing? It's, I think what's like difficult to do in general is like kind of replicate what really goes on. Yeah. But to be honest, for what they are making now in terms of like gameplay and for gamers, it is a good game because, you know, it's, people are gaming. They like to complete a certain task. Okay, I, if I keep circling this for X amount of times, the arm's going to move there. This is going to move there. Um, so it's game in terms, it's good in like terms of like a game, but I don't know if it's ever going to really like feel like an NBA 2K because, yeah. you know, like they also have 20 plus years of 
developing the game and whatnot. So maybe at one point we'll get there, but it still feels very arcadey. Yeah. Obviously, before I knew about you going into MMA, I, the first place I found you from, as most people probably would, was uh, was yeah. from React. Mm-hmm. How did you actually get onto that show? So React, dude, what a crazy, crazy like story to get in and everything, all that stuff, right? So I actually am a huge YouTube fan since I was like 10 years old. I used to upload videos on my own channel, actually, when I was like 9 or 10. Unfortunately, I deleted them all. I don't know why I did that. Um, but it was literally me, a 10-year-old kid, doing UFC predictions about who's going to win this weekend and how and all this stuff. Yeah, so I did YouTube for a little bit, like, on my own. I liked it. I watched, like, all the people, like, Nigahiga, Kev Jumba, all of them. And I, and, I, and I came out to react to once, like, a kid's react. And I was like, oh, this is a really funny concept. This is, uh, you know, something really cool. Uh, I kept following it. Uh, didn't really know how to get in touch or be on it. I was like, oh, I'd actually love to be on this one day. Um, and then I followed them on Facebook. And they posted that, hey, we are now casting people directly from Los Angeles um, who might not have a traditional acting background. Because a lot of the people in the show, they have, you know, like agents and, you know, they do commercials and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what, YOLO, like, let's submit my name real quick. I was a junior in high school. My picture, they got back to me. I was like, oh, shit. They got back to me. They asked some questions. They liked the questions. And they said, hey, like, this is the call time, the contract for your first episode um here's a date and time like we'll see you then and then I shot like my first two episodes over there like a trial run and from there it's like they're gonna call you back or not depending how I went and I thought I bombed it I thought it was so bad I was like oh my god I can't believe like I just did this um I was like well that was uh, that was good while it lasted you know um and then I didn't understand editing either so like I didn't I thought the video was gonna come out like the next day or the next two days right so I didn't see my video for a month I was like, oh my God, I did so bad. They just like deleted the episode. I was like, all right, whatever. Um, and then when it finally came out, they put me on the thumbnail. I was like, oh shit. Um, and then they said, and then I got the email the next day saying like, hey, we'd like to make you a regular part of the cast. And I was like, what? This is crazy. I was like, what the heck? I'm like, I, me and Tori were basically the first um, to not cast it off of like an agency. We're like normal people. Like, yeah, just go to school and shit. Yeah. That's been really cool experience as well. Yeah. How that, was that, that, that weight? It was the a trip. Yeah. yeah. The weight yeah. between um actually getting some kind of approval. When you're actually waiting for something. Oh, no, dude. I every know day that, I weight is dread- that weight is dreadful. <laughs> yeah. Every, every morning day. I would wake up and I would see them tweeting, posting and shit. I was like, <laughs> man, I really, I'm, I messed up. Yeah. I have a question. Um, yeah. I'm sure sometimes on react they do like um paid sponsors and like yeah, react yeah. to some of that stuff were, mm-hmm. were you always giving honest reactions or were you told to sometimes for those ones to act a little bit 100 percent, it was always like never like scripted ever like so we had so many protocols to make sure like we didn't know what was going on that some days when we had a bunch of filming going the same day, um, they recommended, hey, don't check out our social media in case we're doing behind the scenes. And once, if a couple of the same people were in the same episode, we would be in different waiting rooms. So it would be genuine. So after a person was done, the PA and stuff would say, hey, don't talk out loud. Don't discuss any episode if you just filmed. Go hang out over there. The people already filmed. Because like, they want to keep it, you know, like real always. So like, whenever I sat down, yeah. I would never know what's about to happen. 
um, like literally it'd be like, okay, this episode's about this, we're doing this, all the way from like chill stuff to like horror, like scary shit. So you're never, you're like, ah, oh, damn, I don't know what we're about to do. And the worst one is we're playing like a scary video game and you walked in and the room was a little dark already. And you're like, oh shit, I know what's <laughs> happening. Well, I don't want to do this. Yeah, yeah. But they they never influence. It's always like, do what you do. I actually um, noticed like kids who tried too hard uh, to play up, like that's when it didn't come off good. I'm like, dude, just be yourself. Like you're trying too hard right now. Yeah, I think that's probably the best thing about reacting was just how real everything seemed. Um, mm-hmm. What would you say was your favorite uh, reacts to do? favorite react to do funny like one of my friends like asked me this question like two weeks ago and i was like it's like yeah, kind of like a whirlwind it's so much stuff yeah. um i think i i really enjoy doing like the gaming episodes yeah. just because of like um i'm just really bad at playing video games so like my general my genuine like hate for like playing and then like my commentary really um i think had it was it was fun and then we did some episodes where we'd meet, like, work with different YouTubers. So, like, I got to do an episode with Lily Singh, um, and that was really cool. And then she ended up inviting me and my mom to, like, come to one of the tapings for her show. So that was, like, a cool experience, too. It was, it was pretty cool, like, getting to see everything in life. It sounded like you really enjoyed um, that whole experience. Oh, no, for sure, man. Like, I, I definitely credit so much of it to, like, um, like it's a, it was a transformative experience for sure, like, the thing I was mentioning where like when I sat down and right away, like I would have to kind of think off the bat, whatever's going on. That's helped me so much in my life in business or in like public speaking or in class or even like problem solving. Um, I'm never really like nervous anymore. Of, like, Oh, if this question's asked, like, what am I going to say? It's kind of like, okay, like my brain's already kind of tuned now to like start figuring out like a, a, a solution or a process. Um. What would you say that your if 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 you haven't what would be like your long term goal or dream? Long term goal or dream. So one of my biggest goals and dreams right now is still I'm still working on is definitely like uh, continue my path to professional MMA. I'm still amateur. My goal was to go pro in 2020. Uh, with COVID, it, it did push back a lot of things. Um, I had my last boxing. I fight MMA, but I also fight like Muay Thai, boxing, boxing. So I boxed in Fresno, uh, in California, in February 2020 to get a little bit more of experience in every individual art before I can make a full transition. Because when you're full pro MMA, you can't do any amateur boxing or any amateur, it's only pro of every sport. Um, so it's like, okay, let me uh, get this in before I make the full jump, right? So that's my overall goal. Um, in terms of business, um, it's honestly, you know, um, being smart with investments, um, growing different brands and yeah, just just doing stuff that, you know, is going to secure both my life and my family's life. And, you know, we can all, you know, be comfortable and stuff. Yeah. You actually launched a business didn't you, recently. Is it Power Punch? What was it called? Yeah. 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 So funny, like that, the, I just announced it on my Instagram, like recently, but I've been running it since October or August of 2019. Oh. Um, I just haven't posted much about it just because, um, I feel like a lot of times when we first start things, we get that dopamine rush of like, hey, I'm starting this. Yeah. Um, and it's like pretty, you know, it's kind of hard to align that feeling you already got when you announced it and then continuing the work overall, right? Yeah. So my goal with it was like, okay, you know, I'll announce it once I see some serious traction or I hit, you know, certain goals. And um, I, I guess like kind of the story, I forget it's a podcast, so we can like actually talk and shit. <laughs> um, 
so yeah uh so it started with uh what do you call at the time I was doing a lot of brand deals and there were a lot of companies um, that was like one of the, i guess like the main source of income for like creators and stuff doing sponsored content and i was doing a lot of them and it was going good but i was like you know what like why am i continuously promoting other people's brands and they're obviously coming back to me because you know it's doing good for them when they're getting a return on their investment why not put those efforts that i know how to do like influencer marketing content creation stuff like that um behind something i i want on my own so i own it it's my brand um and i can learn all, use all those principles that i've learned um so i ended up starting like learning more about more about e-commerce direct-to-consumer brands uh performance marketing things like that and i saw this product that was being used uh, specifically for tennis players and basketball players right it's a it's a sporting goods equipment brand uh product i see people using it but I didn't see anyone angle it towards MMA or boxing. And how I saw it was like, okay, this is already a full resistance trainer. Uh, you can easily, you know, shadow box with it or train with it. And I think this could be something that really would work well. So I started learning about it, got all the like, you know, I guess like legal documents ready, uh, website creation, ad creation, you know, Facebook advertising, Google advertising, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I just kept growing, growing, growing. And now like, Alhamdulillah, we're like, we're working with um, you know, like, 13, 15 guys in the UFC, um, you know, sponsoring a good number of dudes um, and growing, you know, well. So, yeah, it's kind of been like my main focus aside from like YouTube and stuff this like last year and a half. That is amazing. That's a really good spot, actually. Because just yeah. tennis and, and basketball. I, I've seen this stuff on your on your uh, business page. Yeah. Like, it looks like it was made perfectly for, for MMA. Exactly. And I was looking, I was like, yo, like there's no one angling in this way uh maybe people have attempted in the past or something right um but i think one of the main advantages i had was um understanding mma boxing and the culture so much um i like now i like work with a lot of um, different sports agencies who handle like different fighters and i know like what they what they're thinking their lingo their culture yeah. uh, maybe versus you know some boomer who like tries to work with an mma company and they're like, why is this guy like texting me? Why is he not professional? And I know, hey, that's just how they yeah. operate, right? Yeah. So it, use it as an advantage. Smart, smart move. You know, it's an area you're already passionate about, something you already yeah. work, you already know about it. Really clever. Really smart. Yeah, I was like, yeah, why? Do, I was like, just combine them. Just combine them and let's see what happens. Yeah, nice. Have you actually used the product yourself to train? Yeah, well, I train with it like two to three times a week. Um, and then my teammate, Milton Arguello, he's a professional fighter and, uh, a like striking coach. He has like eight of them at his gym. Um, and like all the students warm up with it actually, um, and do like heavy bag work and things like that. So that's, that's something really cool that I enjoy seeing is like teammates of mine or people that I've actually trained with or actually even fought against, um, they've purchased or they use it. And it's like, oh, a lot of them are like, I had no idea this was yours because I've seen these ads on Instagram. I was like, yeah, just in the background, getting it done. That is really cool. Would you say that it's like um, open for like a big beginner level or is it like it's suited for a certain level of um, file? Yeah, great question. I would definitely say, um, so the amount of resistance you get while using it, right? So we have the 100 pounds version and we have a 140 pounds version, right? And it's basically split into your four different limbs. So we would start at like, you know, 25 pounds to 35 pounds. And I recommend as well as we in our advertising, we recommend getting your fundamental technique down and then using it, right? 
because if you have your technique not sound already on a fundamental level, we don't want you to be adjusting your arm to be pushing the band versus when, when your technique is already so good, a lot of the high level guys, they use a 140 and it's tiring, but they're still so efficient moving it because, you know, they really know how to use their body to just snap a punch or a kick or whatever. But yeah, I don't think it should be used by beginners. Definitely don't want anyone to get injured or, you know, get their technique messed up. So yeah. What were you started in doing business? What made you want to move into the world of business? It's, dude, it's, um, a lot of different stuff, right? I guess like I've always kind of been more like business minded. Yeah. Um, I've always enjoyed doing like product project management and like, um, what do you call producing um even in undergrad university uh, i was a marketing major and entrepreneurship minor um so like i've always liked seeing things like come together and like from you know you think of it, it kind of comes out to uh, mind and you know it's happening um and then i ended up seeing like i was reading like the business of like marketing i do like i had like an influencer marketing agency that i was working with people at doing stuff there and like um deals and things like that but when i got into product i actually saw like uh, a friend of mine, um, Justin Escalona, he runs 1340 Studios. It's a clothing brand. Um, and he pivoted into clothing. And it was another thing I was thinking of, like, hey, like, how long can I rely on income and business that relies solely on my face? You know what I mean? Some days, you know, I'm being honest, you don't feel like making a video or you don't feel like doing this. Like, mm. or if you release merch, it's like, oh, do I like Woodley? I'll buy it. If I don't like him, forget it. Like, it's not even about the actual product, right? Uh, so I was like, let me get into like the actual like business world that I'm already kind of involved in. Now I want to go on to like a brand building aspect and like this is something I can like grow for a long time and you know eventually like sell it or, or do something with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, good day. This is TK Cooper and you are listening to Someday. All right, Zeev. I think we've spoken enough time. I think it's now time uh for you to play what what we like to call the greatest game in the history of podcast games. Let's go. Let's get gaming it. Gaming in general. It's time to be for this or that. So we did uh, earlier. Um, of mm-hmm. course, I was listening. It's really simple. There are two topics. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to read out some facts related to one of those two topics. And all you've okay. got to do is figure out which topic it is related to. Um, of okay. course, as we you on, the topics today are Pakistan and Jamaica. Okay, as, okay. As a 10-time champion, I have to say you <laughs> have no chance. <laughs> All right, let's get it, let's get it. I'm, uh, I, I, if, if Sumer has seen the React videos, he knows how competitive I am in gaming. But I, don't, I usually don't win, but I talk a lot of shit. That's basically my forte. <laughs> Brilliant. So, if you, if you do want to shout your answer out, feel free to. You know okay. <laughs> All right, let's get started. So, Labib, are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Let's do it. Charles, are you ready? I was born ready. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here comes your first fact. Two people from this country have won the Nobel Peace Prize. Is that Pakistan or is that Jamaica? Uh. Charles, here we go again. I've got Lviv's answer, just waiting for, for Charles. I'm 100% guessing, so I'm, you know, it's either or. Uh, well, <laughs> so we, we that that makes me feel, we I, might feel be <laughs> I feel a lot less confidence because, like, I saw that you, you were so ready. I, I thought it was Pakistan. 
Oh, that's just me in general. I no. like that. I, like, I'm, I'm just what do you call um, uh, like foolishly like optimistic and just ready. So like I might not know, but yeah, raise my hand. Okay, I guess it's not. Charles, oh, you want to win? Okay, so Charles, it was Pakistan, and the people, what was your answer? Okay. Pakistan. The answer was Pakistan. Hey, look at us. He was it. Um, I haven't got them down. Uh, I think. Nice. <laughs> I just, I just based it off the math, like, cause I think there's like 200 to 300 million people in that country. I was like, oh, maybe like it's Pakistan. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I guess. Cause I was like, I, I haven't heard of any one from Jamaica again. No, no beast press. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Next one. The flag came from a national competition. Is that Pakistan or is that Jamaica? Can I get like a, a little bit of a hint? Yeah, it's either Pakistan or Jamaica. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. <laughs> that was really good. Very insightful. Very insightful. <laughs> okay. Libby, what's your answer? Jamaica. And Charles, what's your answer? Yeah, I put Jamaica. They, they, they seem like... Right? The answer is Jamaica. Nice, nice, dude. We're killing it this time. Look, <laughs> teamwork. This is Sam- this is the real one, like, you know. Samir was like, ah, you know, this guy doesn't know anything. Blah blah blah. Now, see, look at us. We're just out here <laughs> exactly, doing, doing exactly. Okay. I mean, I usually get like the first four wrong. <laughs> Good vibe. It's it's the. It's the, for the, the competition, spirit, of course. It's the spirit. It's spirit of Ramadan, you know. It's like the blessings are upon us right now. Everyone's of doing course. good. <laughs> All right, here comes the next one. So, uh, this place constructed a railroad before the United States. Is that Pakistan or is that Jamaica? He looks really confident. I'm putting Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Dude, I need to chill. I'm just gonna be like, I don't, I don't know. He's watching you. Right? <laughs> he's, watching he's, you. he's looking at my. Uh, He's looking at me like, oh, oh, this guy. I had no idea. <laughs> okay. Charles, what's your answer? Or I thought Pakistan. And <laughs> what's your answer? Pakistan as well. The answer is Jamaica. What? Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Really? Yeah. I for sure thought Pakistan because, you know, they've been around. Oh, no, true. Think about it. This is a trick question. This was a trick question. <laughs> Pakistan was in the country since 1947. There you go. You got us there. You got us there. You got okay. us there. Here's one. Next one. Still a draw, though. It's still a draw. That's interesting. I'm doing, uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. <laughs> Most footballs are made here. Is that Pakistan or is that hmm. Jamaica? It is all... Hmm. I can't say anything. I'll think about it. This is probably the one I'm most confident in. It's definitely Jamaica. Okay. You're throwing me off. <laughs> you would never say that if, if it actually was. All right, we'll see. Charles, Charles, <laughs> what's up? Charles, what's your answer? I, I put Jamaica. Jamaica and Lviv? I put Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Pakistan. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, all all the all the all the uh, footballs in the world are made in Salco. It's like a small city. 
and Pakistan. There's a lot of. And this one I knew really good. Why? Why? Why is that? All the manufacturing goes down there because uh, they're really good. Um, they have a good business relations with China, so all of it is in that little sector. Yeah, oh, nice. A lot. Yeah, all the footballs are made there actually. The score is now three two to Labib. Uh, oh shoot! Okay, okay. This is home to the world's most radioactive spa. I don't know what that means. Uh... Uh, I don't know about the question, man. There's a couple <laughs> of different places that I know that are definitely not in Pakistan or Jamaica. Uh, uh, huh. Is that Pakistan or is that Jamaica? Definitely Pakistan. All right. I'm going to put down Jamaica just because there's islands and I know there's been like atomic bomb testing like off the coast of islands. So I'm just going to think that. Interesting. And Charles, I could be totally wrong though. I could be totally wrong. I put Jamaica. Jamaica. The answer is Jamaica. Oh, okay. Let's go. Okay, we both got it. Okay. I I might go there. We've got two more left. Two more? All right, let's get it. So, (laughs) the first computer virus was made here. Is that Pakistan? The first computer virus. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, is that Jamaica? No clue. That's this sounds like some you know I'm gonna flip a coin. You flipping a coin? Oh Jesus. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> okay. So uh Levi, what's your answer? My answer is Pakistan. And Charles? What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> I put Jamaica. I can't remember what the question was now. <laughs> so the first computer virus was made in Pakistan. Wow! Nice. We're really right. on that scammer can, shit over there. Okay, can go. can I propose an offer? What's that? Can you make the last question a double point so I can at least draw? Okay. 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 <laughs> Okay. Nice. Uh, we are actually now on the last one. This place this. has the highest road ever built. Oh. There's like a national park in Jamaica or something I was watching. Yeah? Yeah. Well, well, what was that? Don't worry about it. Oh. I'm thinking. I mean, at best, I can draw here. <laughs> oh, what's your answer? I put Jamaica. Levy, you're an evil guy, you know. What's your, what's your answer, Levy? <laughs> <laughs> he he uh, threw me off, didn't he? Uh, one time, I'm getting a phone call for something. One second, my bad. <laughs> All right. The answer is Pakistan. I'm sorry. Was, I don't know why I know. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, it is. It's what do you call um Pakistan has like a pretty like high mountain range in general, like um like K2 and everything, so that yeah, makes sense. Jamaica is an island, my friend. I've got to say, I think uh you I just that game very well. I think maybe our most 
when you are smartest guest doing the game. Wow, I'm, like you, I'm you, you, uh, pleasantly surprised. You knew a lot about the, the facts here. <laughs> yeah. and you, I mean, a lot of times you know, so bullshitting fun. a little bit, and then you never know. <laughs> no, Charles did great. He did really well. Usually, I, it's like you were telling me um, you just totally up, like take an L right in the beginning, but you, you did pretty well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he did good, did he not? He did I'm good. convinced the game is rigged. It's rigged. We just got to have maybe, like, what's your favorite, like, subject or topic or thing you enjoy? Um, probably going to be computing. So if you ask us about coding or maybe, like, Python or, like, React or something like that, like, the coding language, I wouldn't know anything. I'd be like, uh, yeah, binary, one, zero, something like that. Like, you're showing me that. It all ends up, yeah. What's up, guys? It's the BB Oster, and you're listening to Someday. That's it for this episode of the Someday Podcast. Thanks for listening. And thank you if you listened this far into the episode. In fact, if you have, DM us on Instagram at TheAlphaApps with the hashtag SomedayLabib and we'll have a special surprise in store for you. This episode's inspirational quote comes from Will Smith, who said, you don't start out to build a wall. You don't say I'm going to build the biggest, baddest, greatest wall that there's ever built. <laughs> you don't start there. You say, what the fuck am I reading? This is the quote you requested, Charles. I'll this is, you don't start. Okay, go ahead. You read it. Right. Let's get some, let's get read some motivational music. Can someone play you know, that, that inspiring TikTok one? Where it's, dun, 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 that one. Let's, let's get that one. Okay. Let's go. You don't start out to build a wall. You don't say, I'm going to build the biggest, baddest, greatest wall that's ever been built. You don't start there. You say, I'm going to lay this brick as perfectly as a brick can be laid. You do that every single day. And soon, you will have a wall. Amazing quote. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Sunday podcast. We hope you have a great day.